You're listening to the UndraftedFreeAgent.com College Basketball Podcast with your hosts, Chris McKee. All the latest news and interviews from college hoops, from the mid-majors to major conference teams, you can find it all on UndraftedFreeAgent.com. So welcome to the UndraftedFreeAgent.com College Basketball Podcast. My next guest is in his fourth season as the head coach of Appalachian State. He led the Mountaineers to a Sunbelt Conference title and an appearance in the NCAA Tournament in 2021. I'm joined by Dustin Kearns. Dustin, thanks for joining me. Chris, great to be on here. Great to great to talk to you and uh, really excited to, to spend some time with you. So let's start with last night's game. Certainly wasn't pretty, but you got the overtime win, 79-74 over NC Central. I watched the whole game. Just your thoughts on your team's performance. You know what I thought uh... – North Carolina Central has got a very good team. It was a hard-fought win. We expected that. You know, they played Virginia uh, really, really tough uh, on Monday night, uh, leading them in the second half. And then, you know, they've been in the NCAA tournament four times in the last, you know, eight years. They've just got a really good program. And so we expected a, a hard-fought game, and we got one. It was uh, – there were some learning moments there, but, um, you know, certainly uh, really glad and fortunate to get the win. By the way, I thought it was a push off on that guy on that game tying three at the end. Just <laughs> I won't. I won't ask for your comments. That's just my comments right there. So, um, it was National Signing Day this week. So, how did that work out for you and your staff? Uh, please, happy or you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were able to sign two players: Josh Hayes uh, from Florida, six nine, played for the Georgia Stars on the EYBL, uh, seven four wingspan. Uh, really, really good player, but good upside. Can step out and shoot it, can go inside. And then um, Etienne Struthers from Newport News, Virginia. Dad Lamont uh, played in NBA. Also, his high school coach, so he's a coach's son, also played on the EYBL for Booth Williams uh, and just was on the EYBL breakout team. A guy that can really, really shoot it, handle the ball, sneaky athleticism. Two guys were really, really excited about it. So you've had a really interesting coaching journey all across the U.S., from Tennessee Tech to Wofford, Santa Clara, Presbyterian, and now App State. I mean, you've covered almost the entire country. Was that something when you got into coaching, you set out and said, I, I want to go everywhere or just kind of trip and stumble into that? You know, I just think that in, absolutely not. I did not think that. You know, I just think that as you enter this profession, you've got to be willing to go wherever the job goes, right? And so – you know, just like uh, Doc Rivers has, has been the head coach from the Celtics, the Magic Clippers. So he went out west. Now he's back on the East Coast. And so, like, I just think in coaching that that was something that just you, you just you just look at your opportunities. You look at the, the, the things presented to you and you just really see if that's best fit for you and your family. And, and moving to Santa Clara at the time, me and my wife were just married. Uh, I was familiar. I was trying to. You know, quote, move up in the profession, uh, and then we went back to to Wofford, and you know, and had some success, and then, and so, but um, that's just coaching. That's just coaching, and and uh, you know, sometimes in in coaching, recruit going to Santa Clara brought me, you know, to recruit Canada a lot, and had some great experiences up there. You mentioned big fan of the Keg Steakhouse. What was your go-to when you when you came up here? You remember? I, I'm a big big fan of the Caesar salad at the Keg Steakhouse. I remember that. I haven't been there in probably a decade or so, but big fan of the the Caesar. Big fan of the the, the ribeye steak. And then I can't. It's hard to 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 not think about a maple donut from Tim Hortons. 
<laughs> you know, I'm trying to stay off them. That's sort of been my motto of late. Especially Halloween. I've been diving way too much into the chocolate. So uh, the sweets are, are, get, are a little on pause right now. But so, yeah, two guys drafted into the NBA G League during the offseason, Adrian Delph and Isaac Johnson. I mean, who are the guys on this year's squad looking to fill those shoes? Yeah, so Donovan Gregory, a preseason second team All Conference uh, Sunbelt player, you know I think we'll we'll have even a bigger role for C.J. Huntley uh, is a guy that's a returner that it, you know really had some big moments last year and you know last night I think he had 18 points and you know certainly Tyree Boykin, a grad transfer, uh, Division II All American, is is played well for us at this point. Terrence Harkum is a guy that's really improved and gotten better. Um, and so it'll be done by committee. I think this is the most depth we've had. We've got a lot of good players. We've got a lot of good depth. Our bigs, Tabaji Walker, like I said, Tamil Pierce, Justin Abson is a freshman that's playing a lot of minutes for us. Right now. Chris Mantis is really, you know, improved and developed as well. Michael Eads. And so I could just keep going. Xavion Brown is back from injury uh, from last year. And so we've got a lot of good players. And I think it'll be done by committee. Yeah, I liked uh, the D2 kid, Boykin, last night. I thought he was really impressive, kind of stepped up. When you needed someone to make shots, I thought he was that guy last night. Yeah, and, you know, he's been in that moment, and he's not afraid of that moment. I think Carvel T. said it's another transfer that, you know, is, is really bring some things to the table from a ball handling standpoint and shooting as well. And so I think it'll be different guys each night. So you, you mentioned, you know, bringing in these guys from the transfer portal. Like, what are some of the the boxes you look to check and what are some of the boxes you, you don't want to check when you're bringing these guys in? Like, what are some of the values and characteristic traits that I'll take a guy that does this, but no chance I'm taking a guy that does that? Chris, I think that's a great question. And I think that our staff has really spent a lot of time trying to make sure we have a checklist for the transfer thing. And I think the first thing is uh, really trying to understand the situation that they were in um, and do some homework of, of maybe why they did decide to leave or and talk to some previous coaches. and But I think character is a big deal. I think you win with character, not characters. And um, guys that really just want to be about winning, um, not consumed with stats. I think some guys maybe, you know, enter the portal, they just want stats, stats, stats. They haven't been a part of a winning program. They don't really care if you're a winning program. And so uh, guys that just really want to, you know, want to win. And I know that that's easy to say. It's harder to do. But we try to really evaluate that and ask serious questions and 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 talk to uh, you know numerous people in their circles to identify if that's you know a, a truthful statement. And then I think the, the one other thing we really try to do is is there someone in their circle that we can really really talk to and uh, when we need to because this is speed dating, it's speed dating and it's fast and it's. Um, quick decisions and quick visits and things like that on, on both ends. Kids got to make quick decisions. Coaches got to make quick decisions. And so is there someone in that circle that we have a relationship, a previous relationship, maybe, or that we've coached, whether it's an AAU coach, a high school coach, is there just someone in that circle that we can call when we need to, to say, Hey, how do we continue to pull greatness out of this kid? Hey, how does, and, and I think those are some big checklists for us is, having someone to talk to uh, when we need to and and, and really uh, just making sure they're, they're, they're really well about winning. You mentioned speed dating. Can I share my speed dating story with you? So about 15 years ago, a girl I work with, she on the side, she ran a speed dating company. And so one night she calls me, she says, Chris, we're short on guys. Can you bring a friend down? We're hosting it at the Blue Jays game. So 
You'll get to watch the Blue Jays. I'll buy you a couple drinks. Just come down. We need some more guys. So I say, sure. I bring my buddy Zach down. We go down. And uh, there's the local TV station there is there to film it. They're doing a segment on speed dating. And I said, no, I'm not signing up. So I refused. I said, I'm not being on the TV. I'll do the speed dating, but I'm not going to be on the, the local TV. So I'm sitting there later in the game. My phone starts blowing up. I'm getting all these texts. Apparently, the local TV didn't station didn't show it. The National Sports Net, which is like the ESPN, showed me going, hey, want to welcome the speed day? And there's me sitting there. And so I had buddies in Vancouver text me all across going, I'm watching you speed dating on the Blue Jays game right now. So, Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be a local TV, but I was on national TV speed that's dating. A, that's a good one. That's a good there story. You go. So the Sun Belt added four new teams this season, Southern Miss, Marshall, Old Dominion, and James Madison. I mean, how does that change the dynamic of, you know, your approach this season? Uh, it makes the neighborhood a lot stronger, right? The neighborhood got a little bit more crowded, crowded. And and so, but this is a, this is a tremendous thing for our Sunbelt. Four really good programs. Uh, Sunbelt was a good conference as it is. Now it's really good. And so uh, four really good programs. And, and I think our league can become a two-bid league down the down the stretch here uh, in the in the next coming years. I think we will, you know, could become the premier mid-major conference in college basketball. It's just there's a lot of great coaches, a lot of great players, and everybody's trying to win, so everybody's pumping a lot into it. Um, but you know, James Madison, Marshall, uh, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss have all traditionally been very successful basketball programs. And you combine that with whatever everybody else was already in our league, and you've got a you've got a monster of the league. It's not really it may be fun for a fan, it's not really fun for a coach. Um, because every single night is an absolute beast. So I've interviewed Troy head coach Scott Cross a few times and and his take the stairs philosophy. I mean, it's really resonated with me and my son used that as a mantra to come back from an injury. I noticed you use that motto on your social media. So what does the take the stairs mantra mean to you and your program? Yeah, I mean, I've got great respect for Coach Cross and his program. And, you know, when I became a head coach in 2017, he was a head coach way before me. So I, I, I assumed that maybe he was using it before. When I became a head coach in 17, obviously I didn't, I read a book by called take the stairs by Roy Vaden. Right. So you can, it's a great book and I recommend it. And it just kind of, when I became a head coach in, in 17, it was like, Hey, what, what's our mantra? That book just really resonated with me. And so, you know, I know some schools have the same fight songs, the same colors, the same mascot even, right? But like, you know, I think that's probably just been a fit for both of us. But certainly that that came from that reading that book and kind of just really felt like that was a, kind of a fit for me. So I wanted to ask a couple non-basketball related questions. We talked restaurants in Toronto. Best restaurant in Boone, North Carolina. Oh, great question. I've got several. This is a, if you've never been to Boone, come check it out. There's a there's a a lot of good restaurants, and so I've got to be really particular here with sponsorships and things like that. <laughs> um, and so I may mention a few uh, uh, restaurants. I, I love Lost Providence downtown brewery. They've got great pizzas. They've got great salads, wings. Um, I love the local downtown as well. Local's got very good food. Um, Kobo sushi is terrific. Ale House has got the best, you know, wings. And then um, Casa Rustica is a very good restaurant. And, um, you know, certainly in Bowling Rock, uh, there's, uh, you know, some good restaurants. But Boone has Comeback Shack. 
um, which, which is one of my favorites. Peddler. I mean, there, there's a lot of good ones. One place on earth you haven't been to, but you want to go to. Man, that's a great question because I love traveling. And, um, you know, I've been, I've been, me and my wife, we've been to Banff one time. So that doesn't answer your question, but we talk about, we'd like to go back to Banff. I spoke at a clinic up there one time and we spent some time. And so that's a place we'd like to revisit. Uh, and I, I absolutely love Vancouver. So a place that I've never been that I would like to visit. I've never been to Europe, you know, and so I'd like to go to Italy at some point, Greece, well, you know, Ireland, one of those type places. I'd like to do that at some point and experience, you know, Europe because I've just never done it. And then, um, you know, I'd like to, you know, Brazil, something like that. I've never been down there. I've done some things in the Caribbean, but uh, those are some places I'd like to revisit and then visit for the first time. So once once this is done, I'll post this clip on social media and tag your athletic director to be like, hey, Europe, your preseason tour, maybe that's in the cards in the future. So. <laughs> we just went to the Bahamas this year, so that will be another four or five years before we do that again. But we did the Bahamas this year. So any podcasts or music listening suggestions you're listening to working out or just kind of, you know, traveling? Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I think, um, you know, Slapping Glass podcast, Basketballs is very, very popular for me. Um, you know, I think, you know, I listen to, uh, maybe go through a couple of here. I, I listen to John Rothstein's College Hoops Today um, as well. Uh, and then, you know, just kind of a, after that, after Slapping Glass and, and that just kind of a hodgepodge of maybe, um, you know, just kind of searching a leadership or searching a coaching thing. It could be different ones, but those are two ones that I listen to quite a bit. So you helped bring Appalachian State to the NCAA tournament for the first time in two decades and a win in the Sun Belt. I mean, one, what did that moment mean for you personally? And two, how challenging it challenging was it to watch the tournament the year following when you're not there? Yeah, um, you know, winning's hard. You know, winning is really, really hard, and everybody's trying to do it, especially when you got 14 dogs fighting for one bone. And so for me personally, uh, that was kind of a, a big achievement. And uh, it's the third time in school history that we've done it, but it's not about me. I, I was just fortunate to – I got a great coaching staff and great players that I, I really love seeing them experience that moment too. And um, what was it like to not – experience that is you can see right there is a bracket from last year and that's motivation and um because once you're in it and then you're not in it um uh it, you know it's it's it can be it can be what i'm using is motivating to try to remind myself that we were not in it and that's been on my desk ever since that monday after selection sunday and that is not left. And so that's a daily reminder that that's where we want to get back to because it's it's a that feeling of seeing your name called, seeing in that bracket and experiencing that. It's addicting. I was going to say, it's chasing that high again almost in a way, you know. So, Dustin, I'm, I'm thankful for your time. Last question, just realistic goals for Appalachian State for the remainder of this season? Yeah, I think that we've got a really good group. And I think that there's going to we, – we've got a – just the the goal we don't really ever put goals on ourselves other than let's just try to improve daily and and let's try to I know that can sound cliche but we're we're really committed to the process here we don't really try to 
quote, live in the moments of the future. We try to let's get to the future by enjoying the process. And so our goal is to just try to get better each day. And I think if we can do that, then we've got a chance to be pretty good. Um, I think we've got a good group. We've got a lot of talent, we've got a lot of depth, but just challenging ourselves. That goal is if we can get better each day, um, then we'll see where we're at at the end of the season for sure. Awesome, Dustin. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Chris, so much. Appreciate it. We all enjoyed it. You're listening to the UndraftedFreeAgent.com College Basketball Podcast with your host, Chris McKee. All the latest news and interviews from college hoops, from the mid-majors to major conference teams, you can find it all on UndraftedFreeAgent.com.